0: This episode of the Stickers and Scuffs podcast has been presented by the Helloa Financial Group. Paul Helloa and his team can help you out with your insurance and investment needs. Or if you are a company that is looking for a benefits package, Paul Helloa can help you out. Check out all of their services that they provide at HelloaFinancial.com. hello friends welcome back to the stickers and scuffs podcast we are here with actually our final guest from fan side Gary clue driver of the 59 new tech wood dodge for RGC sports and legendary motor car he's oh look at that he's got the he's got the wear on he's brought showing off the uh the beautiful hat and uh we're rupping the colors for new tech wood he's also the host of the Gary clue podcast Gary clue welcome in hey thanks for having me guys appreciate it well, let's start right with that. The podcast, man, taken off. You've had some of the best, really some of the coolest guests on there so far. Now, I, I can't say I know everybody that's been on the on the show, but you had somebody on this last episode that we definitely want to plug that was really, really cool. Let's talk about that.
1: Yeah, we had uh, Lance Stroll on, which is great, you know, kind of uh, probably the, well, I guess him and Latifi are the... Two guys in Formula One. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good. And right before the Canadian Grand Prix was good, he's uh, like him and I have a lot in common. And uh, so we had a lot of good stuff to chat about. And, uh, you know, just he hasn't done many interviews. So I thought it was kind of interesting to hear his approach, uh, just his approach to driving. And, you know, he's a legitimate professional athlete. So lots of uh, stuff I could kind of pick his brain on.
0: When is he uh when is he gonna run the Pinty series with you, man?
1: Ah, uh, that was a good question. I never asked that.
0: Oh I don't, man.
1: <laughs> I don't uh I don't know if it will ever happen, but maybe, uh, maybe when me. he's a little bit old. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I probably should have I probably should have asked when he's gonna when he's gonna put me in a Carl Ma with him. So yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah there you go that would yeah. actually be yeah. i'd pay to see yeah spin that, spend that, that
2: in good. your favor for sure
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah so let's talk about the podcast man why did you uh why did you want to have uh your own podcast this year
1: Oh, well, it's something i've been thinking about for years now uh just kind of never really had the time and you know you can give yourself a million excuses as to why to, to not start something but uh kind of just a a couple stars aligned and uh, it became easier for myself to do it uh, just out of the shop. And um, yeah, I mean, it was one of those things where it was like, I was, you know, in the back of your your mind at all times, you have to do it. So I didn't really have a choice, Uh, (laughs) you know, and then just kind of figuring it out still. I think we're on episode 13 now. Um, So don't really, don't really know exactly who the audience is yet or, you know, the, the key audience. Like, certainly there's a lot of different, uh, uh, a lot of race fans on there for sure, because that's easy for easy for me to do. And I can really relate. And I think I have pretty good questions for guys. Um, but I don't know, just kind of want to explore and, and go pretty broad with it and see where it where it
0: uh, connects with people. interesting topic because i think when we started out gary we we kind of i mean great don't you remember like we our whole thing was oh it's gonna be pinty series only sure yeah and after a while you kind of realize you know you know what i'd want to talk to this person and that person that's what i think is really refreshing about your podcast is that it's who you want to talk with and that's so different from a lot of podcasts but it's kind of like we only stay in this lane well it's like yours is kind of you're going to talk to anybody and everybody that, that interests you. And I think that's going to, obviously, that is going to bring in a, a wide variety of, of fans. Were you nervous at all starting a podcast? Because it is all about views and it's all about whether or not people are going to like it and and so on and so forth. But I mean, you did, you have experience. I mean, and I think we've seen Gary as a host of a couple of uh, uh, really good shows. One that was on uh, chorus entertainment, YTV and yeah. Um, I still think that you need to do that. Whatever. I can't remember what it was called. Drive your heart out. I think maybe you're driving uh, me crazy. Driving yeah. me crazy. We need to do that. But with the Pinty's drivers, I just, think <laughs> yeah. be, especially the water tank one. That's like, the, yeah. like that's the best one. Right. Um, but uh, you know, yeah. With for it, the record,
1: go ahead.
2: Sorry, for the record. I don't know how to look up our numbers, so there's no pressure for me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Love that. Yeah. I I always said, like, yeah, I I understand, Cam. Like, it's, you know, there's definitely everything so measured, you know, how many likes you get, how many viewers you have, how many subscribers and stuff. But I said, you know, I want to just put my head down for three years uh, and just see where it goes. Um, That's certainly part of it. And it's probably something I've got to do better at as far as, you know, I think I've got a pretty good uh, product and, and video and how everything looks. Um, but you know, I'm not, I'm not posting it on Reddit. I'm not doing stuff like that, that I know definitely helps. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, it, it really depends on the guests. Some of them have really taken off and done pretty good numbers. Um, some of them, some of them fall on their face, but you know, still enough people listen to it and, get a bunch of value out of it. So I wouldn't care if any, no, I shouldn't say I wouldn't care if anyone was listening, but these are conversations that I want to have regardless. And I think it's a great excuse to have those conversations. Uh, it gives me the ability to talk to people that I wouldn't ever get to talk to. Um, and it's pretty, I'm, I'm a, I do love having conversations. Uh, it's just very rare that we sit down with the intentionality of actually having a conversation just for the sake of it. Um, so it gives me the opportunity to do all that.
2: That. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Right. But yeah, like that's, that's why we do it. I mean, there's, we've said that too, where it's, it's things that we want to ask you guys when you guys are at the office, so to speak, and, and you're busy and you have time for the small talk. And when you do come out and, and do interviews with you, we're appreciative of that time, but like, we don't want to like be there and be in the way of that. So like when this opportunity became available to us to, to go beyond that, it's everything we want to talk to you guys about with more time to do it. So I, we totally get where you're coming from there. So uh, segue into this season, you're, you're back uh, running ovals, road courses. Uh, You got to, seemingly pretty strong i've even referred to it that you don't seem to accumulate rust let alone have to shake it off so uh how you doing uh how you feeling about this season so far bud
1: yeah pretty good so far i mean uh i'm really itching to get to toronto i want to see how the new car performs uh on the road on the street course uh having not been there since 2019 i mean i know like you know even even if the car wasn't perfect at most port or at ctmp i know we could be still run up front there i feel pretty confident there but uh, i'm really curious to see how how good it is on the street course and on the flat tracks like icar and three rivers getting back to three rivers it's been a while so i don't know i feel confident i mean it's it's we'll see we'll just take it one weekend at a time um learning every weekend on the ovals you know like I just have so few oval starts compared to so many of these guys that like, I'm still frankly, just learning how to drive those things faster. Um, you know, you can't treat it like a road course and, uh, you know, I've probably only done, I don't know, I'm trying to think how many oval races I've done in my life be under 30. So, um, yeah. you know, just learning that, getting more comfortable on the outside, um, just stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Trial by fire, that's one of my favorite terms because it happens so often for racers where that's the only way you're going to learn basically is just get thrown into the deep end of the pool and and just fight it out. But uh, you seem to adapt well to different disciplines and and manage to bring the car home and, in one piece and with a fairly good result, it seems like more often than not. So you're sitting pretty well uh, all three races in you're doing pretty well in the points.
1: Yeah. I think we're two or three, two points back of the lead and it's, yeah. A tight, it's race.
2: tight. Yeah. So tight, right. Fourth and four yeah. points.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, four points. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's still super early and um, the goal is just to have good finishes, finish every race. Uh, obviously we, we want to definitely get a win this year. Um, you know, we've had it snatched from us a couple times so don't uh, make me cry
0: man you yeah. we were, <laughs> we were right there he yeah. knows he yeah. knows he had to hold <laughs> me as i was freaking out <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: so no that's that's definitely the goal but i mean more so still i'm you know i love uh getting to run the whole season Is so much for me is about chasing the championship and it's um you know it's rare like i haven't got to do that um, in the last few years. And I miss that. And I love that kind of racing. I love thinking yeah. about it all summer. Um, so I mean, finishing every race is important.
0: Well, let's, let's hear about how the RGC sports deal came together. Cause that's obviously taken off. You, you've got a lot of strong teammates and, and you guys, it's funny, actually, uh, you're leading the charge of the RGC sports guys right now. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's got to be really exciting for you to have a bunch of teammates out there. And um, obviously, you know, a lot of the field already, but uh, how did this whole thing come together?
1: Yeah. I mean, I just really, you know, I'm sure it started uh, a few years before it really, you know, before this, but uh, you know, TJ coming into the sport and just, and just, you know, supporting everyone so well and seeing young talent and, you know having having such a you know he's a big thinker type guy with big visions and always doing big projects so this probably wasn't even that big a project for him but <laughs> yeah. you know uh, yeah bringing bringing Richard on and and you know really trying to find a bunch of sponsorship and give myself and Trayton and Brandon the opportunity to go uh to go try and win a championship under his banner like can't thank the guy enough like he's he's done so much for the sport and Um, you know, it's awesome, you know, being on the track with like, however many teammates we have, you know, four or five, (laughs) so, uh, no, it's, it's good. And, uh, um, you know, every weekend, hopefully having, you know, whether it be Brandon or myself or Trayton or even, you know, Dilly with the opportunity to win a race. Um, you know, I think that's, it's goal is having someone in the RGC sports car being able to win every weekend.
0: Well, you have a very, very good contrast of drivers because it's funny because you kind of come in as the road course ringer, I guess you'd say of your RGC sports teammates, and you're surrounded by guys who are all really good on ovals. So it's like Mm -hmm. you've got so much to learn from, right? Um, (laughs) Is that a different experience than what you've had before? Because obviously you you had worked with, um, you had been on the full season before, but you didn't really have as many teammates, I guess you could say out there, right here. You've got a lot of people and the series as a whole, this season, Gary, can you speak to what's it like? Because it it, it seems tight just from the point standings, but on the track, it, I mean, it looks pretty crazy.
1: Oh, it's like never before. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like no other season. You go back to my first couple years or like where I was doing a couple starts in the season or series. And it was like 2014, 2015 you had guys winning races winning road course races who would would never even be in the top five this year um (laughs) you know uh, you got you've got guys now like LaCroix and and uh and Tagliani and Ranger of course and you know however many years Dumoulin's now been in the series like he's always a threat and with the addition of you know me coming back Trayton Watson like all these guys can race, like it is a stout, stout field. Um, It's, it's, it's got to be the most competitive it's ever been.
2: That's the season we've been waiting for. Right. Like, I mean, people, there's the detractors, but I mean, this is where all those guys can take their words and stuff it because I mean, from top to bottom, I mean, like there is a separation in the field obviously, but I mean, for how many teams can that are there to win and are there to look and to win a championship this year it is it's like never before for a lot of these drivers and including yourself i mean it's it's a deep field and a short season so if you get behind early it's uh, it's a hell of a hole to dig out of so having the the start that you're that you're currently off to has to bode well uh, going into the summer stretch if you will
1: yeah, for sure. And I'm just, while you're talking there, I was just like, man, like Mark Antoine came back with a killer car. Um, yeah. Those guys else? are coming out uh, swinging. Yeah. And it's the uh, car- Le- Look, is no slouch. Like, man, yeah. uh, no one probably has a better winning percentage than him. Um, so, yeah, no, feel, feel good so far. But again, like just got to keep our head down and take it race by race.
0: Well, there's a couple of places that you have not raced at before that you're going to, to race this season. Let's take an example. Obviously this upcoming week at Eastbound park in, in Newfoundland, that's gotta be a crazy experience to go out there. It's the first time. No notebook, no notebook there. And, and then Oshwiken as well. Uh go dirt racing Gary. I know, I can't believe we have to say this, but we talked about that last time you we were on the podcast and then it never happened. <laughs> yeah. So uh, now obviously you have, have it hopefully this season, um, what's 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 it feel like going in with absolutely no previous experience on those tracks
1: yeah I'm, i frankly i'm looking forward to uh to this weekend for sure coming up with no experience i've always enjoyed uh going to tracks where no one gets to test uh you know i think i think we can we can run pretty good at those tracks just you know, whereas you go to a place like Delaware and it's like, man, DJ's been running there since he was 17 and he's got a notebook and everyone knows every bump there. So if we can just kind of just adapt uh in the moment, uh, I think we'll we'll run pretty well. So I'm looking forward to this weekend. It's gonna be exciting. And then uh man, I guess uh Schwigan <laughs> though, uh <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Like, I have no idea what to expect, how the cars are going to be, you know, how tacky the track's going to be, how much mud and rocks are going to be flying everywhere. You know, you just want to get out of there in one piece. Uh, the grip it and we'll other-
2: it motocross mentality.
1: <laughs> yeah. It'll be fun. I mean, it's going to be a, it's going to be a blast for sure, but uh, just got to finish that race for sure. <laughs>
0: Well, um, Gary, uh, we would go hours long, but we know you're a busy guy. Um, you've got a lot of stuff that's happening in your life right now. So obviously, um, you know, next year should be a very interesting, uh, June 18th for you or June 19th, maybe, um, which is going to be very exciting for you. And then of course you said, you're, you, you said, uh, you got full season here battling for a championship. You got a podcast. So we've got to plug that Gary. How can we uh, find the Gary clue podcast?
1: Uh, Yeah, man, we're on, uh, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on YouTube. Uh, check it out. Uh, if everyone uh, goes there and likes and subscribes, all that good stuff, give it a rating. You guys know, know, know the deal. Uh, <laughs> man. I appreciate, appreciate you guys having me on. We can, uh, if you have more questions, we can keep going. I'm good. But uh, if not, I'll come, I'll come back anytime.
0: Well, I don't know. We got to leave it up for Mr. and Bun there. We do. I,
2: I just wanted to speak to um, Father's Day. You kind of know maybe something about that coming up. Um, but Father's Day is always typically a great weekend for car shows and that sort of thing. Um, your, your daily life with, with legendary motor car and stuff it's it's from my i love cars i i would have a much larger property with with a giant garage full of them if if life allowed it but i i mean it would be my drug it sort of is my drug sort of vicariously through this and and our dodge durango with the little hemi in it but (laughs) um what uh what is your assessment of the car hobby right now because to me it seems like while everybody was locked down, people were working on stuff because it seems like people got a lot of cool stuff out on the road this year.
1: Yeah, no, I don't disagree. I think uh, everyone for those last two years, you know, if people weren't working on their houses, they were definitely working on their cars. Yeah, uh, spending a lot of time and money on that stuff. Uh, you know, the car market, there's a lot of good, good cars out there. Um, things are trading hands more and more. Uh, Mm -hmm. but i think you know i think a lot of people did a lot of soul searching during those last two years and they've sold some stuff they didn't like chased after some stuff that they've wanted their whole lives kind of thing um Mm -hmm. everyone's really looking at uh looking for what they really want and good quality stuff there's more and more demand for the best stuff Mm -hmm.
2: that's awesome it just man yeah just driving down the road there's head turners everywhere eye candy all over the place it's and that's not even just in the like road cars i mean race cars too there's people working on race cars and bringing out stuff that they haven't necessarily brought out before or something that's been worked on for a while and retuned on so it's it just seems like a good time to be a, a, an automotive uh f- or a fan of the automobile fan of racing in general
1: no, for sure. I think there was a lot of pent up, uh, pent up demand for racing, you know? Uh, yeah. You look at every series right now. I think, I think there's, you know, you, whether it be IndyCar, F1, like racing is strong. It's a, it's people are inter- interested in it and, and into it and following it. Yeah.
0: Well, having names, and, having names like so, yourself, Gary, having a, a show that's involved in racing that helps obviously like Dale jr. Um, with his podcast. And I feel like, I feel like, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe you would agree on this, that junior was really the guy that started. It seemed like the racing podcasts, because it feels like that's been taken off. And even here in Canada, like we, we now have a good amount of racing podcasts that are coming out. You know, I, I, I don't know um, if things would have really gotten this way through the the pandemic, really. I think it gave, gave us certainly an opportunity to start um, and now, as you mentioned, with the, with everything working out the way it is with the car markets, I'm, I'm very curious because um, I'm curious to hear about what your comments are on certain cars. Because our man Graydon Bun here um, had himself a weekend and got himself behind some very I don't know what's the word um, exquisite rides this past weekend and i'm very curious what rides Graydon was behind the wheel of that uh, maybe you would find appealing and what uh, you uh particularly like about these vehicles Graydon, i'll let you handle that
2: yeah um put them on the spot so our plan um we started i didn't want to say at the bottom but like with with what we were most used to. I went with my brother-in-law, uh Gary Ward. Um he that's I think my boys love Gary's in general. <laughs> and for what it's worth, they do say hello. Uh, but yeah, Riley had uh, a yeah, bone fracture, him. so he's a little under the weather. And oh. then uh Owens uh, his MC for his grade eight graduation in a couple of days, so he's prepping for that.
1: So oh, very um, good. Yeah, no, tell him I say hi for sure
2: so yeah i will do that um but we we started with the the c8 and they're all automatics of course but the the gta exotics people were super cool and um my brother-in-law drove first so we we ripped out of the out of the gate and chirped her sideways out onto the street and everything and they said it was awesome the way the driver debrief was like basically think of it as a high-speed funeral procession. Like if you're hitting a yellow light and over half the convoys through it, just keep on trucking. People will Uh, stop. And and then we moved into the new Acura NSX uh, with the dual electric motors when uh, you're just kind of trolling along and then put your boot into it and you get into the, it's a six cylinder, but it, man, it it threw you back in the seat harder than the Corvette did. It was pretty sweet. Huh. Um, uh, I'm embarrassed because Owen probably knows it better than I do. I can't remember which McLaren model it is, but uh, so our, our thing was with the cars with ceramic brakes when they get up to, they need to have like the proper working temperature uh to s- respond properly so we're like let's start with the steel brake cars and then by the time we jump into the the ceramic ones then they'll be already warmed up and that sort of thing and tires will have heat in them and stuff because we're we're tuning around pretty good um the <laughs> speed limits were uh kind of not reflected i guess you'd say <laughs> um uh yeah how, so we can were you, how can you not right oh man, the going doors just get, uh, like you're just sitting in just such class and there's an Aston there, but it was in the three hour tour, so we didn't get to drive it but we learned that uh, um, again, my ignorance on the the models and stuff, the Mercedes with, uh, it's got the V8 and rear wheel drive, it's, oh my God, such a potent race, tar- race car and oh, yeah uh, porsche gt3r <sighs> it yeah. was just like a soft like easter egg purple the most unassuming car and probably i would like i don't know if you'd agree with it but for pound for pound probably the most one of the most potent cars in the lineup i haven't got right oh, to the okay. the lamborghini huracan and a ferrari uh um, 488
1: okay eight. Okay. yeah yeah. So those would be spectacular cars. I mean, you know, just again, different. all in
2: automatic, but I mean like where you yeah. get in and it's not just like shifting from park into drive or like even in automatic. I mean, you get in and it's like take off the parking brake and hit the paddle and then you're going and then oh, when yeah. you're going, you're like really going.
1: <laughs> what was your favorite car to drive there? Was it the Ferrari or the, the Lambo? <sighs> Man, I don't.
2: It's Can't so say all of them,
0: can you?
2: <laughs> I. That's the thing. Like they're all. I have such. A, I love cars so much, but like sitting in each one of them, they all kind of have their own unique thing that I loved about them. That I don't know if I. You'd know that, right? Like there's just so many neat things. Like the Corvette was just so obviously North American. It felt like at home basically but with just super power in the seat like having the engine behind you and everything it was such a neat feeling and um the acura with just you're you're trolling around kind of silently and then the thing wakes up the gas motor and and soup and turbocharge where you're like sucking air and like it's throwing you back in the seat like where you we used to say you couldn't grab a pack of cigarettes off the dash or whatever. It's yeah. I man, I, I don't know. I couldn't even put my finger on it for sure because it was just so much fun. We're we're going to go back again actually. We're we're looking into another one.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, that's great like to be able to get to experience all those cars in a day. Like there's no way to beat that and and then man, I'd like to go It's like
2: freaking Disney World for car people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. No, I mean, I probably haven't even driven half those cars. Like, you know, I, I love the Corvettes. Like, I think they're just what they did for under a hundred grand. Yes, you know, I think it, frankly embarrassed every other manufacturer. Like, and they should be embarrassed. Like that that's car a great is, point. Is spectacular, mm-hmm. spectacular. You know, and then you go to like a Porsche GT three RS something like that, and it, like you know you're a lot more money, but you can't beat it. You could go. Spend six hours beating the crap out of it around most port, fill it up and drive it home. And it would not complain at all. Like unbelievable track. Exactly. It was
2: like track ready yeah. in street trim, basically.
1: Yeah, no, hundred percent. But you know, anyone asked me like I bang for your buck Corvettes a no brainer all the way down the line to 2003 Z06 for $29,000. How could you go wrong? 400 horsepower, dry sump car. Like, you know, all the way up to the new one. Like, it's it's a no-brainer for, for anyone who wants to go to the track.
2: My face hurts from smiling. Like, <laughs> I've smiled so much the last few days. It's been awesome.
1: <laughs> That's
0: good. Yeah. It'd be yeah. like going to Legendary Motor Car and getting to test out some of those rides that you guys got there. So, uh, Gary, we really appreciate you coming back on the Stickers and Scuffs podcast. Let's throw out your sponsors uh, that help you get uh, to the racetrack.
1: Yeah, no, I appreciate that guys. We've got uh, obviously we've got new tech wood on the hood there. Uh Bothwell Accurates back, they're helping us out a lot. Great guys there. Uh you know, and then we've got uh, we've got Superior Glovo is helping us out with with our stuff there. Uh you know, and then all all of uh all of everyone from RGC Sports like they can't be overstated, you know, how good TJ is, to all of us uh with all the sponsors that he's brought on this year for you know, for for Watson and Dilly and and myself and his car all lettered up, you know, everyone should go check out rgcsports.com. They've got a whole ton of cool stuff on their website. Um, so man, he's the man, and, and uh, you know, he's the reason we're we're at the track this year.
0: Just need to have you with uh, some Valamo water and some Pizzaville pizza and... Get oh, yeah, TradeX,
1: Oh, everyone, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: The whole brigade.
1: Exactly. I need to have my water bottle here. TJ gave us really nice Valamo <laughs> water the water bottles there. We'll do the, walk the 59
2: plus. there. we go. <laughs> that works.
0: These hats right. don't
2: even fit on their big barrel heads anymore.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> ones. All right. Thank you so much, Gary.
1: All righty. Thanks, boys. Appreciate it.